0: Tremendous time coming through your ears are the stiffies the stiffy boys and this song is do what you want Welcome to the Tremendous Podcast everybody It's the Tremendous Podcast That you love and know so well. My name is Elliot Rovetti and I am the Boeing 747 flying into your eardrums. And Tom Wickham is the Boeing 742 that hits the other eardrum approximately 18 minutes later. Welcome to the Tremendous Podcast.
1: What's a Boeing 742? It sounds far less uh, esteemed than a 747. That's why that's you. (laughs) I I thought the brief was to give me a little bit more hype in my intro from now on. 7.42, 7.42, it's got two levels. I'm into it.
0: To be honest, I just made up the second plane because I didn't have time to research the... I think it's a 7.46, uh, and it's higher than my number. <laughs> Irrelevant, though. I can't believe you picked that thing about the whole thing that I just did just then.
1: What <laughs> else did you... You
0: didn't do... This, what else did you do? Uh, uh, welcome... To, <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Did you tell Jacob Lingard when he did our art to put your name first? <laughs> to put your name first? To put Tom, Tom Wickham and then Elliot Ravetti? Because I haven't said anything because my ego's in check. But no but wh- you what you want you you want to you you pick straws my friend.
1: But Jake, Jacob Lingard is a smart design branding guy <laughs> and he knows you lead with your strongest assets. that's what you gotta by the time they yeah. see tremendous with Tom Whitcomb it could be anyone afterwards. it could be tremendous <laughs> with Tom Whitcomb and OJ Simpson. people are still gonna tune <laughs> in.
0: <laughs> it was also a great generic name. Welcome everybody. Uh, how is your week been? what are you drinking Tom what are you drinking this week
1: I'm drinking I'm, I've, I've been going so I've got a little you know when your local pub has a, a bottle shop attached to the side and um, I'm big on cans at the moment cans of beer and they've got filter in a can which I, I thoroughly enjoy filter XPA seductively beer they tell me
0: mm. what are you drinking
1: are you, you seduce constantly
0: okay uh, the, I've got a furfy I'm drinking a Ooh. furfy uh, I got I got myself a uh, a case of them, but I also have some Heinekens that are ready to go at my whim. <laughs> at my at my fridge and my and my my own whim.
1: I meant to ask, but I forgot. A few weeks ago, when you had those cocktail premixes, what else was in there? What else? What What, what are the cocktails were you purveying?
0: Um, I don't look. I, at, at, at one point, I was just looking at the titles, and they were like Hawaii style. Hawaii style, <laughs> what? <laughs> I like, but I drank them. You know what they tasted like, and I and I had the idea of, you know, when you were a kid and you used to, your parents got you um, those ice blocks that you'd put in the fridge, but they'd come in liquid form. They'd come in liquid form when you first Zupa got dupas? them. Super duper's precisely
1: the Zupa <laughs> and so I, I was trying to avoid using the brand name actually <laughs> if you don't <laughs> imagine we could get sponsored by Zupa Dupas. Uh might be a better chance than Yuli's then again I don't know <laughs> Yuli's might be more in favor of you talking about how much cocaine you do than Zupa <laughs> duper.
0: <laughs> but I was thinking you just break Zupa dupers into cocktails like you just mix them with cocktails amazing yeah. Oh, pardon me, because it has like lots of uh, sugar in it And it's like it, each one of them are Lots of different flavors They're kind of fun They have pictures of astronauts and so forth on the front
1: That could be great for the Tremendous House Party In oh. 2023 when it happens Yes The best part about the Tremendous House Party You don't have to be vaxxed to come That
0: is 100% <laughs> In fact, if you are vaxxed there's, We have a section for you <laughs> Tom, have you cut out on me? Tom Oh no, Tom. Earth Control to Major Tom Again with this, I'm going to get the shivers.
1: I think I'm back. I think. I'm oh back. no,
0: I got you, I got you back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Got you.
1: Don't have to be vaccinated. That's where we left off. That's fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a sweet joke at the end there, but that's all right.
1: Oh, what did what did you say?
0: <laughs> uh, so anyway, What, um, was, what, <laughs> was, the, what <laughs> was the sweet joke? I have to wait until
1: I download the file to find out that, the Burn.
0: I said that if you come to the uh, if you come to the party with a vaccination. Uh, with a the vaccination, then we have a section for you. Um, but that was it, and now it's you know three times as unfunny because you asked me twice to do it again. But, oh yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't ask you before the show, but I feel like it's appropriate to ask. Um, you sent me midweek a uh, an article pertaining to the magpie that was yeah. uh, that's one and zero against the human race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have an update with that magpie? Did Did you read the article? I, I sure did.
1: <laughs> so why I are you didn't asking?
0: well I felt like it was just like a slow news day and they were like riding up on the on the new on the magpie again but uh they didn't really have anything new to say other than the magpie had been uh relocated so for those people I believe it was Brisbane park um that uh that walked their children around there fear no more fear or uh, quaver no more
1: the, the, only, the only other thing that I took away from the article was that they've passed some policy in the council now that uh, they need to reach out to species-specific experts in future cases. And I really don't think we should be doing anything to give more work to magpie-specific experts <laughs> in any community, no matter how many babies we might save. I don't think that's anything we should be encouraging.
0: What do you think is a lamer watcher? Like a lame verdict <laughs> but who picks who who, who who does the magpie pick guy pick on <laughs>
1: <laughs> pigeons it's only it's pigeons at least at least magpies kill occasionally mm, you know
0: mm. um okay so this week um uh in the in in the spirit of touching on um on uh on X on, on things that we've already touched on before we did have a uh, a clip to t- to 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 go back on in our uh, female a- uh, athlete challenge mm-hmm um, but there's been some there's been some technical issues, and uh, I'm not going to fuck around tonight with it and see if it's going to work. Um, but I will say that we are going to give you an update on that um, with uh, Bellator athlete Janae Harding um, calling me out, and uh, you know, like I've like, like I've expressed before, my main concern is her health. She's got a <laughs> she's got championships to win, and she doesn't need me to um, you know hinder that. So Let, we, let's, uh, let's
1: say she does win the Bellator female featherweight championship and then you deck her at full speed. Does that make you the Bellator female featherweight champion? Uh,
0: look, I, <laughs> I'm i not here to discuss uh, state athletic issues. You know what I mean? But what I will do is show up to the ceremony um, where I get my belt. Does she have to hand it over?
1: <laughs> She's got to put it around your waist like Dana White But only if you can make weight <laughs> you got to make it under 145 pounds For her to slap that belt around your waist oh my And then God. you got to take on Cyborg to unify the titles
0: Alright, we need to stop uh, enticing this We just need to touch on it real quick Okay. No, uh, no, no, you... <laughs> <laughs> this week I discovered that um, I was going through my stuff And I realised that I have uh, valuable Tarzos from the uh, Dragon Ball Z and Beyblade era, when they were po- po- like when they were uh, put into like twisties and-, and chips, you know, when you used to hassle your parents and be like, "Can I get chips?" and they're like, "I know you just want the Tarzos. absolutely not."
1: <laughs> yeah, okay. I was you know getting you off brand. This, you did mention to this to me uh, earlier today, and I'm so intrigued by so many elements of this story. First of all, the fact that you've kept your Tarzos. I, I oh. have. I used to collect. I mean, Tarzos were a good. What at least fifteen years ago, more? I was thinking that, yeah, about that, yeah. So how have they still remained in your possession all this time? What for? What format are they in? Like, are they, have you got one of those collector sleeve books? No,
0: I never did that. I never did that. I never did, uh, look. What I have is, uh, I'm a very nostalgic boy, Tom, and I, 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 I keep things uh, like birthday, birthday envelopes and birthday letters and stuff like that. Uh, just all kinds of shit. And, and one of those uh, shits that I keep, uh, all of the like, Tarzos that I kept from all of the different series that they had them in chips and stuff, like uh, Beyblades, Dragon Ball Z, and Yu-Gi-Oh. I even have a, I have a ton of old Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And I saw this article that said that this guy sold his Tarzos for like hundreds of dollars. And so I looked and I was like, I have a bunch of these Tarzos. And uh, some of them still in the packet. And really? S- I, yes, and I have one of them that I kept and I knew even as a little kid, that would be, f- I, I knew it was going to be valuable, there's a def- deficiency, like, there's a there's a m- malfunction on the wrapping of one of these rare uh, Tazos. So not only do I have it wrapped, but it's, there's a deficiency on it. There's a one-of-a-kind. It's, it's a like flaw. a flaw. It's, it's like, yes, it's a flaw. It's a, like a fucked-up stamp, you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. post, they posted the sky upside down or something, and it becomes, like, invaluable. <laughs> like mm. <laughs> So I was looking at these, and I was like, I have shitloads of these, and I went online, and they're valued from everything to, like, 500
1: to $5. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you going to do? Are you going to hold on? Are you going to let them continue to mature like a fine investment? Or are you going to you gonna sell?
0: I'm glad that that was the first point that you brought up because I thought it was immature that I even brought it up in my own mind. Uh, I'm absolutely <laughs> keeping them for longer.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? Have you seen like how expensive Pokemon cards and stuff now? Do you have a Pokemon card collector?
0: I was a Pokemon card collector, but I just threw them bitches out. And uh, now I, so. I have... A whole bunch of useless Yu-Gi-Oh cards until fifteen years from now, when our ep- when I'll bring this up in an episode and uh, and uh, I'll have a lot more money from them.
1: When Yu-Gi-Oh has its big revival in <laughs> two thousand and forty-five. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
0: When my grandchildren uh, rob me from them and uh, sell. them. <laughs> there's an there's there's current affair story. <laughs> that sounds like a good time for an ad. Let's do it. This podcast is not brought to you by the Tremendous Drug Shaman. Tired of bad drug experiences? That's no need to stop enjoying the sweet nectar of a vice. You just need a Tremendous Drug Shaman. At Tremendous Drugs and Fun Incorporated, we can provide any number of companion archetype to suit your next dive into the deep ocean of maybe not come back. Need a drill sergeant to scream the drugs into your pineal gland? Colonel Swallow That Right Now is just one call away. Perhaps you need somebody who's more anxious and nervous than you are. We'll pay a 15-year-old $50 to do drugs with you and call him a bitch if he refuses. Perhaps you'd prefer a traditional poncho and sandal-wearing man known to carry a staff. Sounds like we're sending in Jim McNally. Careful, he might just cover your belongings in pertinent herbs and roots and box wine that were laying dormant in his bowels. The Tremendous Drug Shaman. This is a long-standing tradition built on personal growth and exploration. And, sir, did you swallow all of the drugs in that bowl? That was for everybody. And we are back, Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) We sure are. Uh, Tom, we have a little uh, voicemail today. We have a... Voicemail um, that has come into. I'm going to learn these buttons one day, but I, I'm glad that I remembered it beforehand. Is it this one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hotline. Yes, it is.
1: Um, doesn't it have. Because you have access to the Roadcaster now while we're doing this uh, from different locations. Doesn't it have the names on the screen with all the different.
0: No, absolutely not. No, it's just got the colors. I just got uh, red, orange, yellow, green, aqua. Blue, green, red.
1: <laughs> I think when we get into the same room, I'm going to blow your mind with how easy this is. <laughs> okay, okay. There's definitely a button that'll show you what's what.
0: Tom, I've struggled so much well, since you've been gone. <laughs> oh, so much. <laughs> All right. So we've got a uh, we've got a voicemail, um, and let me just uh, play it away. Tommy Rock. Conscious pilot wits. Tom, upon listening to episode number 42, where you featured my brother, Sterling Campbell, just drooling all over our podcast, all over my star client, you, Tom, I was left with one question on my mind. You ever been slapped in the mouth, Tom? You ever been backhanded for biting the hand that feeds you? Your co host, eBay has been scratching at my door all lockdown. He wouldn't bite the hand, Tom. Granted, no one's trying to feed him. And even if they did, I don't see any teeth on that kid. But eBay bites the hand like a grandma zombie attack. It's all gums. It's harmless, you know? And when it comes to being humble and recognizing your insignificance, eBay is second to none. Take a page out of his book and then throw it into a blender, Tom, with some Cuban almond milk and get it into you. All right? Because I need you to remember something. When I took you on as a client, every comedy room in Sydney from Anthony Skinner's Magic Mike to Gavin Scott's Crown Comedy told me that I was crazy. When I took you on as a client, the comedy store said, who? And I still took you under my wing, Tom. I took you into a a black market rocket fuel deal that went bad and we shot our way out of there. Sure, we took some shrapnel. But that's all part of this business, Tom. Now, I may have a job for you. How well can you rap the Beastie Boys, Tom? Call my assistant, Tracy, and leave an audition voicemail. And one more thing, Tom. Don't fuck around. Slater out. Oh, my goodness. Slater is furious. Tom! He's he's
1: so so angry. And I've never noticed how much he sounds like
0: you. That is... uh, Look... That is why I don't understand why he doesn't like me. I try and sound like him in in, in the voicemails that I leave when I yell through the his office door and his his uh, the security's pulling me out. Uh, I try and yell just like Slater. I'm like Slater, it's, it's me and you, and uh, falls on deaf ears.
1: You're right, actually. No, you've you've become more Slater sounding over time. The more of these voicemails we listen to. Yeah, I study, just-
0: I study his voicemails. I study his work. Uh,
1: I, you know, in many ways, I, I I envy you. It must be so easy not having to choose between the Campbells. Like I, I, I kind of wish I had so few career prospects. It would just be so much easier not to have to make these tough decisions. You know, it you must be so blissful bit. just just to kind of coast along and just wait to be picked. You know, and knowing you probably won't be. But listen, w-
0: don't don't talk about Sterling that way. He's got a brand new logo. I'm going to be uh, posting that logo on the Tremendous Podcast Instagram very uh, this soon. Uh, this this week, very this, soon. This, this soon. <laughs> I cannot decide. I cannot commit to doing something in my own mind. I'm like, this way, later, when? When I do it
1: later, we're soon. <laughs> this, this, this soon, very weak.
0: <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be posting a, uh, a logo that my manager, Sterling Campbell, has, uh, has put together and will be uh, the letterhead of every single uh, job that he, be, he, he posts out to me and uh, to the people that are paying my bills.
1: Hey, so you you t- you speak to more people about this podcast than I do. What's the general vibe? <laughs> how, how do people feel about <laughs> Sterling and Sledder Campbell? Because just on, you know, putting myself in the minds of our listeners, I can't imagine it's positive. I imagine it's mostly confusion.
0: <laughs> I try not to ask them about that bit. Listen, man, just like the name of a couple of episodes ago, this is just for us, all right? And I, if Sterling Campbell is, your, uh, is, 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 is my manager and Slater Campbell is uh, your manager, then that's just the way it is. We need to have them on the podcast. Until we get other managers, they're our managers.
1: It's really frustrating their names are so similar. It would make it easy to get them mixed up. You know what I mean? Dude, you have no idea how bad. I I
0: mix them up literally every time. (laughs) Literally every time. Uh, Next segment. um,
1: I think we we need to just kill off everyone who's ever been on this podcast that isn't you or I and just start fresh. Starting (laughs) with Shane Hunter. I'm
0: (laughs) I'm putting my foot down. Slater lives. Um, okay, Tom, you're uh, you got some time there. You got you got 15 minutes apparently, according to the uh, the, the check sheet. The right bylaws.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the tremendous bylaws.
0: <laughs> what do you got for us?
1: Uh, I I don't really have anything, but uh, just you know, let's let's see what happens. I I wanted to talk to you about one of my favourite topics of discussion when I'm with uh, my old school friends is just reminiscing on all the ways we used to torment each other at school. And especially the things that you would do to your friends, like mm-hmm. not the stuff you would do, not the hardcore bullying stuff, but the stuff that you would do because your mates, even though it's awful. So like mm-hmm. I even, sometimes I forget about things like dead legs and dead arms, which is just, you know, essentially assault. But under the guise <laughs> of uh, playful ribbing,
0: it's 9 a.m., you- bro. It's your first one of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Check the <laughs> clock.
1: <laughs> Was that so? Because I'm also I'm always interested about what stuff is like universal across different schools and what stuff is, is like just ingrained into your school or whatever. But would, would you do with like dead legs a big thing? Where you'd go and just knee someone in the thigh? Absolutely
0: birthday punches but it was also kind of it was also the younger years that would do birthday punches and we would kind of look at them like peasants and then uh i don't know we just kind of um we'd grown out of that by like year 10 but i definitely remember i'll tell you what i remember doing there is this awful thing that my friends bring up and i bring and i cannot deny that i did uh but it started in year six it started in year six where uh, my brother and I were like, like we were the only kind of white kids in this school of like Tongans and uh, and and Lebanese kids and stuff like that. And and uh, there was a lot of sort of um, picking on my brother and I, or attempts to, and more so on my brother because he's a sweetheart. Uh, because we were brand new, we came to school in year five and year six. He was in year five and I'm in year six. <coughs> Pardon me. And we've done some, we've, we came from homeschool. So I did this thing. I did this fucking thing to bullies and also my friends as well. I don't know why, but I would like jab them in the throat with like a karate chop in like right in the Adam's apple and, uh, and then laugh about it. And then like, I remember a lot of the bigger kids when I was in, in primary school wouldn't do shit because I would do that. And, uh, and then I kind of took that on into high school, uh, even with my friends, and they were like, "Ha, all right, Elliot, okay, no worries." And then I remember years later when I had just chilled out, they were like, uh, "Hey, man, do you remember how you used to attack everyone's throat?" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Nah." <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and then I, I can't deny it. I absolutely did. I was uh, a piece of sh- I, a piece of shit for. Um, I was just figuring out how to be a man. I didn't. I was just trying to let everyone know that, like you know. Hey, you, you can't pick on me. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. When we briefly discussed this topic earlier in the week, it was, amazing me, it was amazing to me how much your philosophy about school was pretty much the exact philosophy you hear about prison. It <laughs> was!
0: I was terrified. <laughs> I came from homeschool into year six and I'd only ever watched movies and stuff and was like, oh, I'm not getting put in a locker. <laughs> wait, there's no lockers here in Australia? <laughs> wait, wait. And so like... It was all a fucking whirlwind, and all I saw were kids bigger than me, and I was just like, there's an easier one down the road, I'll tell you that. <laughs> like, so, like, I just, that was my whole attitude.
1: Yeah, I'm very glad you didn't come into the standup comedy scene when you were 14. You just would have been attacking everybody at every open mic.
0: Yeah, I actually did have a lot of friends being like, you know when people don't like your jokes, you can't just attack them. <laughs> you know and I was like, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs>
1: Did you do anything that was a little bit more than, I don't know, like less just attacking people's throats? Or was there anything more cerebral than that that you remember? One of my favorites was uh, we had this thing. It was, we used to call it booking. Mm-hmm. It was when people would be walking and they would hold their books. Like, you know, when you're walking from class to class, maybe like three back-to-back classes and you've got like an armful of textbooks Maybe you got like six books under one arm and you would come up behind people, and you would smack it out of the back of the hand. It would just go all over the floor. <laughs> and the the prime thing to do was to do it at the top of a set of stairs. So you would just see all that's the books good. cascade on the stairs. All like the, the all of the uh, three-hole punch sheets would come ripping out of binders and stuff. That was that was, I mean, not that's, as good as karate chopping people in the throat. But I yeah, that's awesome.
0: Pre- that's a very private school of you. But what it has sparked <laughs> in the memory of me is that uh, is what we used to do is we would um we would a kid where you like we dack a kid, pull his pants down, and then you'd step on the pants that you just pull down in the middle, so they can't pull them up. <laughs> and then, as they go to pull them up, you lift his shirt, <laughs> so he's just standing there in the schoolyard naked. <laughs> And that was always awful. I always feared that would happen to me. And I was like, uh, I think I just put the fear of everyone that I'll break their nose if they ever do that to <laughs> so me. I was like, hey, guys, just so you know, I consider this rape. And even though I do it to other people, you can't do it to me.
1: <laughs> it That's, so An that sounds thing horrendous. That yeah, sounds it was really erroneous, <laughs> but also really funny.
0: Private schools never have to worry about that because they have a tie, a belt, all these clothes that they have to wear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> public well, school kids, it's falling off, off them, their clothes. <laughs>
0: they could just really tear it off during science.
1: Man, you can't trust, you can't trust public school kids Fuck with your belts. parents and you just you tear can't. Them. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be shooting heroin in no time. You can't give them that kind of apparatus
0: uh yeah man that's that's awful i can't believe you made me remember that about myself
1: didn't you also go to quite like a, a hoity-toity school at some stage didn't you go to like a, a eastern suburbs
0: our the, our broke parents who sent us there would like to think that but <laughs> no, uh <laughs> but that was not the
1: case at <laughs> it was also you live in four clues for a short while
0: no i didn't i lived in paddington uh with my father's rich girlfriend and uh, we lived there briefly before moving back to the house that he owns in Redfern. D-
1: didn't you live somewhere in the eastern suburbs with your mother's rich boyfriend?
0: Absolutely not. I lived <gasps> in Tempe I... and uh, I lived in Tempe and Sydenham and uh, Arncliffe my entire life. And right, Redfern so... as well. Oh, can <laughs> you stop naming all these
1: two. suburbs? Is making me sad.
0: The only cliff I uh, chill near is Edge. <laughs> uh, what but was
1: that, um, what was that a joke about? I don't. Get well,
0: it. I guess the only other cliff that I can think of is Arn, and no one knows that one. It's so <laughs> far away, <laughs> and every other one is in the Hills District. Um, okay, uh, Tom, I've uh, I've been talking about this little segment idea that I've had for a, a while now. I've been talking about this uh, this little idea that I have. To uh, to entertain the people, tremendous. And uh, the idea that I have is, and I'm landing on this name for now. It's not a, it's not a, it's not a hundred percent name, but what it is, it is the name right now. Uh, it's the EJ Obscure. It's the EJ. Like it. The EJ like Obscure, yeah. And so we're bringing, uh, essentially, we're bringing, uh, basically, music, books, uh, conspiracies. Anything that I like that may be a little bit macabre—that's going to be the, 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 the. I can't just bring some sort of. Um, I can't bring you the movie Beethoven with the dog. I can't do that. <laughs> it's going. It's too wholesome. And uh, and my friend, uh, my friend, and actually friend of the podcast, uh, and and we actually played his music last week. Mister Soul Boy um, created a, a, a track, a, a little segment, uh, a little um. Soirée of, of 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 some, of some music. <laughs> <laughs> music. With was, uh,
1: music, music was the only word you needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he
0: created some music with so uh, so created music with Otis James, and uh, and here it is. I'm, it's so nice. I may even play it fucking twice. Okay, get ready for this. you're tuning in you better hear what i said i said blam oh my goodness so that is the new segment track for the elliot obscure the ej obscure
1: yeah. I'll get you it th- right. You think obscure, you think of Otis and Soulboy's future music careers. That's, that's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: li- I don't know what you're talking about. They're <laughs> being played on the Tremendous Podcast. What higher achievement could there be? <laughs>
1: yeah, mm. I mean, the two of them account for about 10% of our listens, but other than that. That is
0: right. That is right. It's probably correct.
1: Okay, Tom, stop me
0: at any time if you have any questions or so forth, but uh, this is it. We're talking about who took Johnny Gosh.
1: Again, we're talking about this again. I'm 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 nailing down the, I'm nailing down the coffin. Okay? Can, can I just offer you a segment name that you might have missed? Conspiracy Conspiracy J. We'll let the people let the, I, <laughs>
0: Conspiracy J. Conspiracy J. Conspiracy J. It's not so bad, but the EJ Obscure <laughs> is kind of strong right now. I will think about <laughs> it. I'll mull it over. I'll sleep on it. And I'll let you know what I think next week. It's very okay. Jay. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. It's kind of growing on me as I say it. <laughs> it's annoying that you uh, just busted All right, anyway. Uh, okay, so <laughs> it's 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning in 1982. Johnny Gosh, a 12-year-old boy from the United States in Des Moines, Iowa, leaves his home to deliver newspapers to the neighborhoods, as had been his job for the past uh, few months. On police were convinced that Johnny was a runaway, but the Goshes knew that Johnny had no sort of previous uh, demonstration of uh, of wanting to run away. And back well, in again, 1982, Johnny the police wouldn't process the fact a child that the dog had been left behind. Told this expert that Johnny did not run away from his home and in fact had been kidnapped. This is where the story begins to get weird. She has a $1 bill handwritten with a handwritten note that says i am alive johnny gosh because paul Bernassi suffered from multiple, multiple personality gosh. disorders he was the family has the handwriting investigated by experts and converts it's indeed johnny gosh's hand noreen was questioned and disbelieved be... by many but when asked when she uh why she wouldn't come to forward despite all of her efforts to find her son she responded it's simple my boy asked me not to to protect his life uh, what mother wouldn't do that that uh, concludes the worst segment that we've ever done
1: <laughs> now tell me e j the biggest question to me out of all of that is, where did you see that going?
0: I saw it uh i i'm 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 gonna be looking at it in the clipping room, in the editing room, where I think that I can turn it into something. <laughs> That
1: might be digestible. <laughs> I think you should legitimately start a podcast about it. Um, I just would rather not be involved. If that's <laughs> I'm no, that makes I'm sense. Just, I'm just, I'm, I'm joking there. But I think, I reckon you should do a true crime podcast about Johnny Gosh. Does it exist?
0: No, no, no. You are going to be involved. That's the thing. You're involved, <laughs> and we're doing a, We're going to be doing a a, a podcast on, on whenever on, on our whim. Of the uh, EJ the Skewer, and we're going to be doing the Johnny Gosh case probably three more times.
1: <laughs> Wait, starting fresh three more times? or there, From the beginning. The story? From <laughs> the beginning.
0: Every time we start again did
1: until I hand, get better at it. Did you handwrite all of that?
0: You better believe it.
1: How many pages was that?
0: We got, uh, oh man, I think we got, I got 15 pages in oh. total of, <laughs> of uh, investigation and in uh, notes that I decided not to use. And then notes that I'm using. <laughs> <laughs> all handwritten
1: what did, But like What, did you, what do you want to do, do with it?
0: I want to cut it down Into something that's going to be That's going to be Interesting And I, I don't know if I, Maybe we put music behind it And try and rush it ahead With like a storyline kind of sound Like try and give the illusion of having a storyline With music behind it mm-hmm. And then chop it all together
1: I think I think what we need to do is rather than tell the whole story, we need to like serialize it and turn it into lots of little stories that we build up over time. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you need to do chapters. Ooh, because I don't hate that you idea just told at all. The whole story, right? Like it needs to it needs to have more. Uh, like what's going to happen next? We'll find out in the next episode of. Well, that's conspiracy, even conspiracy, Jay. That's
0: my point. Maybe we just start
1: season one, Johnny. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> I love it, but maybe we start like, Oh my, gosh, we can, I'm we can oh my
1: cut, gosh, I'm getting molested by government officials <laughs>
0: <laughs> We can start this episode Or like we can have the first cut of the episode Just a cut of that recording And then the second part would be a second chapter I love that idea I knew we would be able to salvage this <laughs> As long as I got on a recording Because I needed to commit this to a whole segment Because when would I be, get a chance to get that all out And then use it as content
1: <laughs> yeah, but
0: but and it, like it wasn't congruent.
1: <laughs> no, at all. There was nothing <laughs> tremendous about it. A tremendous, as in the podcast idea, not the uh, adjective.
0: Yeah, well, no, I, uh, I I agree. Look, I think that I w- I want to shoehorn it in at this point to try to be tremendous. Oh, we and need to
1: shoehorn it in for the time because otherwise, this is going to be like a twenty-minute-long podcast. No, this no, I a, was yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Of, it's been a lot of filler this episode.
0: I'm looking forward to seeing on the recording how much it was actually how much time it actually had because if it can if I can fit into 15 minutes just like one AJ obscure that would be fucking or even if it's a smaller thing like just like a book or something like that or a movie or something then you could talk about it real quickly kind of thing but if you're doing a full exposé then I could use a full 15 minutes for it
1: I think I think we need I think we need more discussion and less exposé which would be like why you do a little bit of the story and then we could talk a little bit about it and then uh, and then set up the next one.
0: I think you're 100 percent right. I left you no, <clears throat> I left you no room to jump in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. well, I
1: love the effort. 15 pages. That's impressive.
0: Oh baby, I fucking I care about this podcast.
1: You, you care about Johnny Gosh, I think mostly.
0: I really do. Where is he? <laughs>
1: where do, I really where, do. Where do you think he is?
0: I think he's probably. Uh, Probably dead. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's probably dead. Well, (sighs) well, we solved that one, Tom. (laughs) And we'll solve more (laughs) on the EJ obscure. Let me take you out on a sweet note.
1: Look, this this song is very good, but it's the wrong vibe completely. Perfect. (laughs)
0: Stop interrupting (laughs) it. Perfect. Tommy, you got any uh, stories about children that have been kidnapped? Have you frozen up?
1: I'm back now. Sorry, more internet problems.
0: That's all good. We just wrapped up the uh, we just wrapped up the track, which everyone was waiting for. Everyone was hungering for. Uh, Tom, you got a segment for us. You got anything for us? Drag okay. us out of this
1: uh, rape hole. I have so little. I have nothing to contribute.
0: <laughs> but you've already contributed so little. I know.
1: But you sent me, you sent me a message with like eight dot points of things to discuss in this podcast. I was like, EJ's got it covered, and then I realised that each dot point that like was like twenty seconds of content.
0: Oh yeah, well that's my contribution.
1: I've got a joke of the week, and that's about it. That's as much as I can offer.
0: I got a joke of the week too.
1: Oh well, maybe we owe the people at least two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's
0: see. Okay, okay, go. go, go. You know what? You you take the you take the pleasures of doing it. I'll do it next week.
1: Mine's, mine's mine's real short. Have we done enough in this podcast to justify putting this out? How much do you think? how how, how much how much is staying in?
0: I can keep a significant amount of that in. <laughs> I can okay. do it. Okay. I can make it happen, and even if I can't. We've got a 20-minute episode, Tom, and it's a great 20-minute episode. <laughs> it's a great 20-minute episode. Yeah,
1: it's, it's about quality. It's about quality, not quality. You know what I think? Like, if this was our fourth episode, we probably would have quit. Because <laughs> it's, it's our 43rd episode. We're like, fuck it. Some of them are bad.
0: <gasps> this feels... No, 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 dude. With This this does feel like a fourth episode kind of feel.
1: <laughs> this does feel
0: like oh, we'd leave. We'd be like, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> oh, really? Are you? I'm not really sad about it. Are you sad about it? This one? Yeah. Nah. No. <laughs> but then, that's not what you just said.
0: Trying to make jokes, Tom. Trying to make jokes. I clearly can, am sad about it, Tom. Let's move on. No,
1: no, that's <laughs> it, it? this is the most interesting thing we've discussed about in the last hour. We should talk about how disappointed we are. Let's both talk about how disappointed we are in you,
0: dude. Listen, before this podcast started, no one could hate me more than me. Okay, so I'm already winning.
1: What you mean, in. just in life? What do you mean about this podcast?
0: In the competition of who could hate me more?
1: Oh yeah, you think yeah. it's you?
0: The champ, undisputed Tom, <laughs>
1: undisputed, undefeated, 20, in three weight classes, twenty nine years back to back champ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, joke of the week, you fuckface.
1: You don't see this is oh, that was that was good content, but fine. All right, we'll wrap <laughs> we'll wrap it up. Let's go, uh, let's go uh, think about who else we could start a podcast with. Um <laughs> 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 who else would you start a podcast with?
0: Uh, myself probably.
1: you're your, your number one most hated person
0: and loved, <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> number one in your hearts, and also number last. uh <laughs>
1: number last.
0: Number last. Whatever number that is. Um, the who would I start a podcast with? Who would I be? Shane Hunter. No, no really? that. No, I think that uh no, did our brains.
1: Make, did, did he make you feel dumb?
0: That's yeah, that's a big part of it. Like I think that I, I don't think I think I would bore him the whole time.
1: That's a good question. Actually, if all of the people that you did Tommy Hyatt's episodes, if you had to start, if it if you had to have picked based on that that's cross section, your replacement. Tom. My boy Legacy. Legacy, yeah,
0: yeah. My boy, Tom, my boy, Kyle Legacy. Tom uh, Legacy. <laughs> Tom Legacy. Tom Sudo Legacy.
1: Sick. Fucking sick. <laughs> why? Why why was Legacy so good at it?
0: Um, he's easy, easy to chat with, uh, easy to pick up uh wherever we're talking. So so like uh we could just be we could just be having the worst days of our lives and then immediately just cheer each other up with uh with our company. He probably he's probably cheering me up more than the other way around, but uh but I think we could do a good podcast. If if he could if I could get him to stay in one state. <laughs> Long yeah, enough.
1: that would be good. I, I, uh, speaking of kind of speaking of Kyle Legacy, I went, uh, I, I went for a COVID appropriate walk with Artie Gallagher, friend of the <laughs> podcast recently, non binary Artie Gallagher. Yeah. Uh, they, them, Artie Gallagher. Yes. And, uh, I caught They, there, Artie Gallagher misgendering a non binary person into story. and I was disgusted. Scandalous. Scandalous. I was so offended. He, uh, I just did it. They, they were talking about, uh, this, this, uh, new, new person that they're seeing and uh, she was referring to one of their friends who'd gone non-binary, and and, uh, he said, oh, when he came out as non-binary, I was like, I think you mean they, Artie Gallagher. (laughs) He said, shit.
0: (laughs) Did he correct himself?
1: Did they correct themselves?
0: Shit. (laughs) Oh, man, I thought I was going to get out unscathed. Did they correct themselves?
1: Uh, Only after I uh, abused them briefly.
0: Good on they. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i proud of them and uh, I love them.
1: Yeah. 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 I love Adi. All right. You ready for my incredibly short joke of the week this week? Let's do it. Um, I recently got the word jacuzzi and yakuza confused. And now I'm in hot water with the Japanese mafia. I think
0: that's tremendous. (laughs) I think that's just right.
1: (laughs) All right, that's tremendous. Thanks, everybody.